The season of Lent is, is one marked by repentance and, and seeking to turn towards God and away from the ways of this world. And as I've looked at our world over the past year, few years, uh, in a season that's been marked by a pandemic and by, by racial and political tensions, by division and hate, I keep finding myself thinking this is a prime opportunity for the church to rise up and, and to be the church, to, to claim what it is that we profess to believe and to stand for, to share in healing and unity and love and compassion, an opportunity to lean in and, and recenter and refocus who it is that God is calling us to be. But over and over again over the past few years, my heart has been broken and I've become weary as my soul has grown weary and more and more just hurt over how we as the, as the large C church and as Christians have responded or maybe even failed to respond. How, how we have not acted out of love of neighbor and of God, but instead we have acted out of our own self-interest how we have not acted as christ calls us to but we have acted out of our own self-preservation or what the world tells us that we should do and and as we are in the season of lent a season that calls us to recenter to refocus to to seek god more fully through abstinence and fasting and prayer, I'm drawn to this verse in James chapter 4, these these few verses in James 4, beginning in verse 7, where James has been talking about this idea of of friendship with the world, of of trying to love the world and God. And what he says is, Therefore, submit to God and resist the devil, and he will run away from you. Come near to God and he will come near to you. Wash your hands, you sinners. Purify your hearts, you double-minded. Cry out in sorrow. Mourn and weep. Let your laughter become mourning, your joy become sadness. Humble yourselves before the Lord and he will lift you up. And so I hear these words in the book of James. As I hear them, I have to ask, what has happened? What has happened where we as Christians, instead of leaning in and drawing close to God, we have pushed away. We have abandoned the gospel of Jesus Christ for the gospel of Facebook and the internet, where, where we have sought the ways of the world for understanding and peace. And if we're, we're really honest and transparent with ourselves, uh, what we have seen over the past few years is that God has really been exposing our idols to us as we, as we find those things that we truly rely on in times of, of distress and when things get tough, when we find ourselves in times of fear, hurt, worry, anxiety, and division. What is it that we rely on? And for many of us, over this season that we have been talking about, over these years of anxiety and worry and fear, we find that it is not God that we have been turning to and relying on. But it's the ways of the world. 
And our scripture in the book of James tells us that God is calling us to recalibrate and to recenter. This is what Lent is all about. Is God is saying, I don't want you there because I desire you to be here. God is saying, I, I want to be the sole desire of your heart. God is, is asking, is pleading, come back, draw near. And this is what the season of Lent is all about. Drawing near and realizing our dependence and our need for God. It's a time to assess where we are in our relationship with God. Are we as close as we desire or even as we used to be? And I think as we look around our world and as we look at our own lives, for many of us, Myself included, we could find ourselves in different seasons of life saying, no, I'm not as close as I desire to be or, or even as I used to be. And what I've started to realize is, is that if you are not as close as you want to be to God, God is not the one who moved away. If you're not as close as you want to be with God, God is not the one who moved away. Because anytime there's a distance between God and us, we are the ones who have created that distance because as we hear over and over in Scripture, God longs to be in relationship with us. God will leave the 99 to search for the one that is lost, yet we continue to abandon God and to seek the ways of the world. But, but God wants you, and God desires you. This is the good news, that He wants to be the sole object of your desire, love, and affection, that He longs and desires to be number one in your heart and life. He doesn't like it when we go astray and start seeking other things or other little g gods. longs for us to draw near to submit ourselves to God as we hear in our scripture submission is part of how we draw near this submit to submit means to yield to another's directional advice it's kind of rooted in this Greek military wording to arrange yourself with the troops and to fall in line under your leader so to submit to God is allowing God to be in charge of not just bits and pieces, but of every arena and every facet of your life. And for many of us, we find ourselves saying, God, I've given you this part and this part, but, but we're, if we're honest about our lives, we have not submitted them fully. We've just given God the bits and pieces that we are comfortable with. Because we want to do what we want to do. But we haven't submitted to God if you only do what you agree with. And for many of us, we find ourselves saying, I'm a Christian, I'm, I'm a Christ follower, but we only want to follow the scriptures and the teachings that support or promote our own current lifestyle or the ones that we agree with, the ones that, that, that promote where we think things should be or how things should be. For some of us, this is why we aren't as close to God as we want to be. Because we have been searching the scriptures, but we have not allowed the scriptures to in turn search us. And change us. 
And where and what are those things and those places where God is calling you to submit? Because what we've started to, what I've started to realize with discussions with other people and even searching my own life is that we are aware where God is calling us to submit. The question is, are we willing to submit? Many of us have something in our lives, somewhere in our lives, something about our lives where we know that God is calling us to or that God is saying, give this up, but we haven't submitted. We haven't given it over to God out of fear or, or pride or, or whatever the reason. We have not submitted fully to God. We've given God the bits and the pieces that make us comfortable, that make us feel good. But we have not fully submitted to God as the scripture calls us to. Because we find ourselves worrying about what may happen. And the truth of the matter when it comes to submission is that many of us go, I don't know that if I fully submit that I can do this on my own. And the actual, what we hear is, no, we cannot do this under our own power and strength anyway. This is why God offers us grace. So, what we just, so that we can lean into God more fully and submit day by day, moment by moment. Say, God, what I have here and now is yours. Take and use it. So where is God calling you to submit? Because James goes on and he says that we are also called to resist the devil. And for many of us, that place in which we have failed to submit is also the place where we're no longer resisting the devil, but we have, got, but we have gone hand in hand with his ways. Those things that God is saying, this isn't good for you, this is where I think you should turn, this is what I think you should give up, and we're going, but God... And we start to argue with God, and we start to believe the ways of the world. Because the devil will lie and manipulate you. He will trick you if you aren't careful. So this idea of resisting the devil, the question remains, how do you resist the devil? And we hear it in this story of the temptation of Christ where he resists the devil because he stands firm in the scriptures and in the truth of God. Not just proclaiming what he wants the scriptures to proclaim, but proclaiming the truth that the scriptures proclaim. And it says, resist the devil and he will flee from you. Now, many of us may be hearing this and going, ah, this doesn't apply to me. The devil isn't after me. The devil isn't messing with me. And for some of us, we start to believe this because we have become so out of tune with God that we don't see where the devil is at work in our lives. We start thinking that everything is all okay because we have lost so much sight of what we are called to do that we don't even realize we're lost anymore. And, and, and for many of us, when that becomes the case, what we start to realize is the devil may not be messing with you. And if the devil's not messing with you, 
It may be because you pose no threat to the devil. You pose no threat. Why would the devil try to manipulate you and pull you away from God if you're already away? If you're already seeking your own wants and desires, if you're already failing to submit, if you're not longing to draw near, why would the devil even mess with you? You're already where he wants you. You see, James sums up all of this when he calls us to walk humbly with God, to to. Be humble in the ways of the of God. Humble yourselves before the Lord and He will lift you up. You see, for some of us, this time of Lent, what it is a call to do is to humble ourselves as we seek to draw near. To submit not just the parts that we want to give over to God, but to submit fully to God. To resist the ways of this world and to resist the devil. To, to recenter and to refocus on who it is that God is calling us to be. This is the call of the Lenten season. To draw near. To submit. To resist the devil and to, to walk in humility with God. So over the next few weeks, we're going to be looking at, at, at how God sets the table for us to draw near, that God allows us to be in relationship. And, and we're going to look at ways that we can effectively draw near. And, and we're even going to look at how it is that we live into this relationship, what it looks like to draw near to God and how once we draw near to God, we are made a new creation in God. And that calls us to then go forward and to live into the newness that God has placed on our lives. That's what we're, we're moving towards Palm Sunday where we will hear of this proclamation of who God is in our lives. And then we get to Easter. But let us take this season of Lent to truly draw near to God as Christ seeks to draw nearer to us. Amen? Amen.